Hey listeners, it's me, Jen, the host of the podcast you're listening to, My Streaming Bubble. Today's episode was recorded via Zoom with Laura because we needed something to help break up the quarantine block. So we decided to revisit the much-loved and short-lived series Firefly and its follow-up movie Serenity. And cake. We talk about cake. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and keep streaming. And welcome back to another episode of My Streaming Bubble with me, Jen, the podcast where I talk about the shows that I love with the people I tolerate. Uh, Today, tolerating, nope, today I will be tolerating Laura via Zoom because it's quarantine times and we're not allowed to leave our houses. We can't record in person, so trying out Zoom. we, We don't get Zoom bombed. Hopefully we don't get Zoom bombed. Yeah, I heard about all of that. Well, it's a real vote of confidence that all doctor's appointments are with Zoom now. Oh. Yeah, because, you know, who would hack a doctor's appointment? Right. (laughs) (laughs) No one. Um, So, yeah, but today Laura and I will be, um, so during quarantine times, we decided to go back and revisit uh, Firefly and Serenity. So, massive spoilers for a show that's been dead in in space for how many years now, but spoilers. Yeah, because, I mean, I love rewatching it. It's, God, it's just, it's such a great show, and it's just so much fun to rewatch. And I always think, like, oh, maybe I'll watch it with the kids or something. But there's definitely parts where I'm like, I don't know if... I get. I always remember it being like really funny, but there's some parts that are a little like not super kid friendly for like well, my kid's first, age. The first thing that came to mind for me there was the torture scene on the train. Yep, and I love that scene. I love that episode because um, I love that. Like, I don't love them being tortured. <laughs> well, but, no, <laughs> but just Mal doing everything he can to keep Wash conscious and like focused on him and being mad at him and not what was going on and I think that's just a sign of a really good captain yeah and I mean to be fair he had a lot of material to work with mm-hmm. what um did you watch Firefly when it was during its original run when it was like first on uh Fox I did it was a bit patchy though because mm-hmm. I was living in Australia at the time but it's a pretty awesome show. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really sad when they didn't renew it. Yeah. See, we we got into it after its cancellation, and then we were able to binge it on through Netflix and just instantly fell in love with it. And, yeah, kind of the same as, as Aaron feeling like it wasn't, like, yeah. I mean, like Aaron and everyone else, there's, there was no closure, feeling kind of cheated that we only got the one season right I still like I still love going back to rewatch it um still fun rewatch but it's always sad I get about halfway through the season and I start getting sad because I'm like oh I only have like a couple more episodes left and then and then it's all over again that doesn't coincide with the whole fact that Mal's being mean to Kaylee again yeah (laughs) (laughs) every time ever that's the only time I really really don't like mouths um god which episode is that 
I can't I can't think of the name of the episode, but yeah, they go down to the planet and there's like the big fancy ball, and Kaylee's looking at the big pink ruffly dress in the window, and Mal's all all pissy pants because him and Anara just gotten into a little fight, and so he was mean. Right. Yeah, I can't remember the name of that episode either, but I was just so crushed for Kaylee. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's so sweet. She is. Kaylee's the best. Who's your favorite character? Which is kind of, I know, not the easiest question to answer. <laughs> it really isn't. I mean, for pure entertainment value, I love Wash. Yeah. He's just, he's witty and... You know, he's totally fine with the secondary position in his relationship with his wife. <laughs> like, she's obviously wearing the pants, and he's okay with that. And you don't see that dynamic in couples' relationships on TV. Yeah. Really. Um, moral compass-wise, absolutely love Mal. Like, I identify with him on that level, for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, Kaylee's just like, Ah, so adorable, and I don't know, I just, I love her. Like, I I would hate for her to be hurt, and Mal hurts her feelings, and it's sad. Yep. Um, the episode was, is episode four shindig, so I had to look that up because that was bothering me. <laughs> I'm um, glad you did. Uh, yeah, I don't know, um, because, yeah, it's easy to say Wash, because, yeah, he's he's funny, he's witty, he's and like an amazing he's just a leaf in the wind when it comes to being a pilot and he gives i don't know he brings like a nice balance to to the crew with his humor and everything right they sorely need it yeah yeah Mal's, it's hard to pick one because i i know because you know there's like shepherd special yeah. <laughs> yeah i know it's it's really hard i mean you got so many strong female characters in the show, too. They're all just kind of badass in their own way. And, you know, I really appreciate that. Yeah, because um, um, Zoe, Zoe's character, the Zoe character, she's fucking awesome. I know. She's, she's fierce and kind of scary. And, <laughs> like, you definitely like, don't want to, like, piss her off. <laughs> I want to be as intimidating as her, but I could never hold it off. <laughs> There's Anara as well. I mean, she's also a strong female character, but in a completely different way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I love that they they normalized her profession as well. And it was actually, I don't know, almost a prestigious profession. Yeah, it's, they're, they're taken very seriously. Like, for her to be on, on Serenity, just kind of, gives them a little space cred or something <laughs> they're yeah she's it's it's high society i mean look at the the shindig the big fancy ball and all of her fancy clothes and beautiful dresses and you know the way she decorates the her shuttle clearly like that is you know being a companion is considered very high society and i, I do love that that they finally kind of within the series like recognized um sex work as uh the greatest form of employment longest running most um pervasive yeah <laughs> <laughs> so most lucrative 
and just decided to run with it. And I just, I kind of like the idea of a world where something like that is, like you said, normalized. Me too, because, I mean, we got to see a more humanitarian aspect of it when we talked about the show special. Mm -hmm. Um, In terms of what it provides as a service to the disabled community. And this kind of took it another step further where it's the companion in charge they choose whoever they want to be with Mm -hmm. um, for whatever reason they deem appropriate and it's considered a great honor to be chosen it's just really it's really awesome spin on the whole subject yeah yeah I think that might be like my one of my favorite like concepts from from the show is putting that profession yeah in the kind of front and center and spot not 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 like spotlight of the series but yeah to have it be considered as such a prestigious highfalutin kind of thing yeah I was um like the first time I watched it I was surprised and then you know as the show went on I was like you know what this is pretty awesome Mm -hmm. how can we mainstream this (laughs) absolutely um and then I also like too because in the uh I guess what would be so there's two different orders of this of the uh, of the series there's the Whedon order and then there's the order that Fox kind of decided and had aired where the train job I think ended up being the first episode and Mm -hmm. Serenity was supposed to be the finale or aired as the the season finale so in the Whedon order it's um oh yeah Heart of Gold where we yeah. see that um, on this, you know, planet, very Western. I love the the mix of Western, um, that Western feel to it. Mm-hmm. But that there's still these kind of rogue sex workers <laughs> still out there doing their thing. They got their like little saloon brothel or whatever. Yeah, um, there's a lot of old timey Western aspects that I really enjoyed, like that whole standoff in the desert over in the exchange of goods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're space cowboys. Right? What's your favorite episode? My favorite episode is the one where they break into the hospital. Oh, nice. Ariel. Yes. I really like that episode. Um, you know, first of all, it's an amazing job to orchestrate, and it's actually to do some good for river as well as you know give the crew some supplies they can actually sell and use to live on for a change because i'm pretty sure they were just barely getting by at that point Mm -hmm. you know and the whole job really went off without a hitch if it wasn't for jane being a greedy bastard yep and then i loved how mal handled that yeah and then those the first time you got to see the whole two by two hands of blue thing yep. in action, right? Yep. And that was just terrifying. Yeah, I would agree. That is a really good episode. It's kind of hard. Well, I guess it's not really kind of hard to pick. Like my favorite episode is Out of Gas when the ship breaks down in space, but then we also get the flashbacks on how the crew came to be, um, you know, hiring Wash getting Kaylee, hiring Kaylee. Oh, yeah, hiring Kaylee. (laughs) (laughs) That's such an awesome, I love that. I 
just that whole interaction, that whole little bit. And she's like, I'm pointing right at it. And the whole look on Mal's face as she's like explaining to it. And the other little hottie boom body, I don't even remember what his name was. Um, I'm doing air quotes when I say mechanic. What's that? Oh yeah. Air quotes. <laughs> and then, and then, yeah, him just, Mal just hiring her on the spot. And I also just love the little kimono that she's wearing too. I'm like, I want one of those. I know that was probably your best outfit. Mm-hmm. I love, I'm always a sucker for flashbacks, episodes with flashbacks in them for whatever reason. I, I'm not entirely sure, but I always love them. And I also like it um, at the end. So after Mal had sent everyone away in the shuttles and they came back because uh, Zoe eventually woke up and she's like, no, fuck that. We're going back. And just Mal's woozy reaction to everything and then realizing that they're all back and they're safe and that he didn't push the button, but they still came back because of Zoe. And right before he goes to pass out again, or you know, he's like, are you guys going to be here when I wake up? And they're like, yep. And right before he passes out again, he's like, are you sure? Or something like that. And they all smile and reassure him. And then he just happily passes back out. And for some reason, I don't know, I just, I love that moment where he's just like, kind of jerks back up again. And he's just like, are you sure? Are you sure you guys are going to still be here? I'm just, mm. <laughs> he loves his crew. <laughs> he needs them. <laughs> and so, yeah, you're right. That was an adorable male moment. Um, I think one of the, one of my favorite recurring characters was uh, Mrs. Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever other number of first names she went by at some point. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, she was... She was conniving. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if I were to liken her to anything, it'd be a snake for sure. Oh, totally. Yeah, I liked... Um, <laughs> so when we were first introduced to her and everyone thinking that Mal drunkenly married her and what, she's like a child or something, she pulls off being really young and kind of that innocent and naive to the point where, yeah, Shepard's all yelling about special hells. um and then yeah you find out that yeah she's just a con artist con artist thief basically and then um the revenge that they get on her in the later episode uh trash and the whole episode the way they played her from the second they ran into her was all a con it was brilliant it was was right up there with the hospital job yeah i i would agree she was she was a good character to kind of hate a little bit but also maybe also, slightly impressed by yeah I totally admired her <laughs> sheer cunning if if nothing else mm-hmm. <laughs> but of course a lot of that relied on her pretty face so if that you know wasn't a factor would mm-hmm. she be that good of a con artist I don't know um possibly possibly still come at it coming at it from a different angle maybe but speaking of cunning Let's not forget about our main man, Jane. Oh, God. I'll be in my bunk. <laughs> so he was always good for some comic relief, some frustrations, because, yeah, um, in the hospital episode, Ariel, and he betrays uh, Simon and River, and Mal feels, be- Mal feels betrayed as well. But prior to that, he was just always kind of an idiot. Yeah, definitely the muscle of the show. Definitely um, the muscle. 
His high moment was obviously Jamestown. Yeah. (laughs) And he was so uncomfortable with the idea of being a hero. Right, because he knew the truth. So at least he was decent enough to feel ashamed about that. Yeah. He was always good for some some quippy one-liners. For sure. His dopiness. And like in, uh, yeah, Out of Gas, when he's kind of saying before they're leaving on the shuttle and he's kind of saying his goodbye to, to Mal, giving him some last minute tips, you know, close everything off. These are the last things I've done for you. And then he just walks away. <laughs> Doesn't say like goodbye or anything. It's just like, all right, it's awkward. Just turns and leaves. Yeah. That's pretty true to his character though. Mm-hmm. I think one of my favorites was when he did the math for his non-existent paycheck. It's probably the smartest thing he ever said. <laughs> he counts the money. He knows. He goes where the money is. The money was just too good. Fucking asshole. Made me so mad. Right. But he did do his best to uh, memorize the medical jargon that he ended up not needing, but still just spewing out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's like, I have to say it. <laughs> yep. He's just like, no, no, I learned it. I have to say it. They're going to want to hear it. Like, no, shut up. Just keep going. Guy, you dummy. It took him so long to teach him that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there really was a lot of, like, planning, and, like, that was really quite the heist. Yeah, that's why I love that episode mm-hmm. so much. <laughs> also, um, the the moment where Simon kind of stands up to Jane, you know, yeah. in his doctorly way, I thought mm-hmm. that was a really good moment for Simon. Oh, absolutely. Not taking any more of Jane's shit. Because, you know, when they first joined up, Simon was definitely paranoid and everything, but still so naive about mm-hmm. how the real world works. Oh, totally. It, it just it made looked... him seem almost childlike. I know River seems childlike, too, but mm-hmm. Simon did, too, in his own way. Absolutely. He thought he was going to be, like, the brave big brother and, you know, heroic or whatever, and throw everything away to go save his sister but not really truly understanding what all was out there yeah he definitely bit off more than he could chew (laughs) yeah you know they they managed he he grew up some (laughs) like his end yeah standing up to jane and definitely definitely a good start and by serenity i think we definitely see more of that confidence yeah i also loved his brief foray into joking around during jamestown like oh he's a real person (laughs) (laughs) well you know that you know landing in a showing up in a town where there's a statue of jane you know and a song did drive him a little mad (laughs) definitely did i enjoyed that aspect of his character though for sure it Mm. made him much more personable for the rest of the show yeah and i love the whole chemistry between him and Kaylee but both of them being too shy to do anything about it Mm-hmm. and him being just awkward it's when they were kind of on their little date or whatever and checking out like the it ended up being like a well, whatever like an elephant fetus or something pig fetus or something and he's all complimenting her and he makes yeah he makes that joke about like ah oh, you know like only woman left in the universe for me. <laughs> <laughs> you dumb, dumb idiot. <laughs> yeah, I think I actually facepalmed 
at that moment. I I think I face palm like every time. <laughs> I was like hoping maybe one of these days he won't say it. No, no, no. There he goes. He said it. <laughs> right on cue. But yeah, they're they're super cute. They they work well together. Yeah. It's a pity they didn't really get together to kill the whole serenity thing. Yeah. I wonder if their relation how long their whole back and forth would have played out had the show gotten more seasons, had a longer run. Cause I, get I bored wonder with, that too. Yeah, because I get bored with the back and forth will they won't they eventual hook up and then break up bullshit. Yeah, and if it had gone towards the whole breakup bullshit thing, it would have just made me mad. Yep. I concur. But what about the other um tan sibling? Oh god, where do you start with her? No shit. She's an obvious basket case, but you know, you can't fault her for that considering what happened to her. Mm-hmm. Um it's absolutely beautiful watching her fight. Yeah. I do enjoy that. The boys did watch, um, did catch that part uh, in Serenity where she fights all the Reavers, kills all the Reavers. So I thought, you know, (laughs) they handled that scene pretty well and they're really super impressed with her. You know, Lee's just like, oh my God, mom, she killed all those guys. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, so... River's a badass fighter. I definitely, definitely feel cheated on her storyline. I know. They could have done so much more with that. Yeah. And her recovery and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I definitely felt like what we were given in Serenity in terms of a backstory for River just wasn't enough. And just, I needed more. I know. she was always a genius and everything. And it's, yeah, what, what exactly did the Alliance do to her? You know, clearly they made her, you know, she can kill people with her brain and an amazing fighter. So it's like, what, what, what did they do? Like, I know what they did, but how did they do it? Right. And then you get a little bit of that, but not a lot. And I don't think you get enough of what River was like before. And Mm you know, how she developed through that process. Like, at what point did it finally drive her mad? Mm-hmm. Did she try to get out? Did she try to resist? It sounds like it, mm-hmm. you know, from what Simon had said. But, again, you don't really get to see that from her point of view. Yeah. Yeah, definitely unfortunate. How would you feel if, in this day and age of reboots, they were to reboot Firefly? Or do some sort of continuation of it? They'd have if they did a reboot, they would have to be very, very, very careful about who they cast. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if you can um, if you can really replicate the original cast and that whole dynamic. And I, I definitely don't think you can um, from the original cast. So it almost would need to be some sort of like continuation of you know Mal's crew. Firefly, you know, Serenity, maybe, you know, and the fact that, yeah, Wash is dead. Yeah, and that, that's so wrong. Yeah, that was, that's so hard. It hurts every time, every time. I remember the first time I saw that, <laughs> he's like, I'm a leaf on the wind. And I was like, what does that even mean? 
And I just love those two together. They're the best. Um, and then, yeah. And then Wash fucking dies. And you're just like, no! <laughs> I know. I, I can't watch that part. No. <laughs> I, I just can't. It makes me so sad. <laughs> so you draw the line. But, I love yeah. But River's progression is really fun. Um, you know, I love how she starts kind of having more dialogue with the crew and actually insulting them a little bit. Mm-hmm. And she's so matter-of-fact about it when she does it, too. Like, yeah. Yeah, I liked that. And, you know, but still just awkward and weird because, you know, at the end of Serenity, when Simon and Kaylee are all making out, and just her head slowly creeps down from above, watching <laughs> so them. Creepy. Yeah, so creepy. Um, but you know what? I think River's best moment was the episode where Early was on the ship. Yes. Objects in space. Yeah, she saved them all. Yeah. And, you know, she was really matter-of-fact about it then, too. You know, like, she, they didn't want her there, but she couldn't make them leave. Mm-hmm. They just really weren't giving her enough credit until that point, I think. Yeah, I would agree because she did. She orchestrated that whole plan to get everybody, you know, to get get rid of early. You know, she's logging into the individual like intercoms or whatever to where everyone's at. And, you know, when I first watched that episode, I legit wanted to believe that she somehow became part of that ship. And I was like, that'd be so fucking cool. (laughs) Yeah, I was like. What did she do? Like, turn her fingers into wires or something and hook up to it? I was like, what do we do? I'm like, this works too, but oh my God, that would have been so crazy cool. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that was, that was a really, that was a fun episode. Um, yeah, yeah. It showed, it showed River's power, not just physically like we saw in Serenity, but that, yeah, she could be, cunning herself right and you know it kind of turned the tables on her hers and simon's relationship because mm-hmm. he needed rescuing yeah but yeah speaking of secondary characters that were really fun mm-hmm. to watch early's one of them yeah very interesting bounty hunter he was Definitely like a psychopath. The thing that I really did not like, and maybe this last time watching it kind of stood out and maybe bothered, kind of bothered me a bit more than previous times was when he confronts Kaylee and just kind of is like, have you ever been raped? Yeah. Like, I get that how that can go with his character and being intimidating and scary and violent and psychotic, basically. but. I feel like there's there's other things he could have said that could have gotten that across, but maybe he could get a, a read on Kaylee being the kind of more innocent one and everything that that would truly terrify her. Just even hearing that threat. I feel like I feel like yeah, that was that was the basis for him acting like that with her because of who her character was. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was disgusting. Yeah. But I did like how his little um, leather pants and cool leather jacket 
I know it's the future and everything, but still work as a spacesuit. Oh, yeah. It was very convenient for fashion. <laughs> like, ah, oh, that is some good leather. <laughs> like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know, meanwhile, River and, and Mal are in, like, the full spacesuits. All right. Anything else you want to add? Well... <laughs> Just all the episodes are awesome, and this is probably Joss Whedon's best show. You watch any of his other shows? I watched Buffy and the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Which was, you know, decent. Yeah. But I never really got into it like I got into this. Yeah, I don't think I've watched any of his other shows. You know, like I didn't do, I didn't get into Buffy or, what else did he do Charmed? Felt like I he did. So, I've, saw, I've seen a bit of that, too. But I never got into that as much, either. Yeah. Maybe it's all magic versus science thing. I guess I prefer the whole science of Firefly more than the magic of those two other shows. Uh, Which is weird, because I'm a total Harry Potter fan. <laughs> oh, let's see. I don't know. Do we discuss enough about serenity we kind of glossed over serenity because nobody wants to discuss it <laughs> it just felt like a long episode of firefly i mean the thing yeah the thing i liked about serenity was that it finally gave you some background information on the reavers and how they mm-hmm. came to be and just how god awful that is and you know it's even more troubling now because we're going through a pandemic right now Mm -hmm. and isn't that kind of how that started (laughs) like they were trying to eliminate these problems and they made that instead yep they were trying to eliminate aggression and fucked it up (laughs) yeah yeah they made most people too passive and they just (laughs) died from lack of will to do anything and then the rest were hyper aggressive reavers yep it did give us um sarah paulson true screaming (laughs) screaming her face off since (laughs) forever (laughs) (laughs) but she her little her little spot because she's the hologram scientist or whatever that left the final message and you hear her being attacked and and it's just it's rough but yeah it's a after all these years of American Horror Story and everything, it's just like, ah, yes. The Sarah Paulson screen. <laughs> That's probably why they picked her to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I did like that we got the back, I guess I did like, yeah, the backstory of, of the Reavers and, yeah, how they all came to be. Still not enough on on River. Um, and then, obviously, with the movie Killing Off Wash, we still will never get more wash and zoe and wash and the crew i know and i feel like it really lost something that it needed with that Mm -hmm. okay that brings up a point though um Mm. of all the firefly main cast members who's the most expendable oh because we didn't just lose wash in in that movie unfortunately um uh book yeah died as well which was sad. That was sad. Preacher. 
I would say, I don't know. I almost want to just say Jane. Yeah, you know what? I don't feel like the show would lose a lot if it lost him. Yeah. And I was sad when when the book died, but also could still move forward. Mm-hmm. Like, he imparted his lessons, you know? He served out his role. <laughs> but killing Wash, I don't know. That's just, he can't come back from that. Yeah, that like was a whole mean. relationship dynamic and comedy and all that's just gone. <laughs> yeah, I would say, yeah, uh, Wash was completely unnecessary. <laughs> um, and I think I read somewhere too that the whole reason was so that they couldn't try and bring it back or something. Um, after all the so back and forth and the bullshit that huh. the show initially went through. So they knew that killing off Wash would essentially kill the show. I believe so. It's been a while since, you know, I read up on <laughs> all my Firefly trivia, but I feel like that's that was part of it. That was just kind of a, yeah, their little fuck you to Fox. It was definitely, it was a fuck you to the fans of it too. It's like, well, thanks for giving us that movie, but why? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe so we wouldn't hold out hope <laughs> like, no. uh, that firefly was good at killing hope yep well you know it starts off with you know the underdogs of the war the revolution or whatever right and they lose so and they yeah. lose yeah so what we we should just be used to losing <laughs> wow it's... like get used to it <laughs> And now suddenly you realize how easy it is to find yourself on the side of the losers. Yep. Huh. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yep. So I think if they were to try and do any kind of, like, I don't, definitely can't do a reboot. Not with, not with, like, the same characters. No. But maybe some sort of an extension of Serenity itself. And maybe, maybe we catch up with, uh, to River and Simon and maybe Kaylee too and see where they're all at and everything. River, Simon and Kaylee too sounds like a show. Here <laughs> she kind of right there. I'd watch it. Because <laughs> then there'd be there'd be no Anara because originally Anara was supposed to die. Oh yeah. Because she was all what she had some terminal disease that was supposed to come out in, a, in later seasons, like maybe in season two, but then, you know, didn't. So if we take that into consideration for this new hmm. Firefly, we want to be Nara. Maybe there could be, like, Zoe was, uh, was pregnant, was pregnant <laughs> and there could be a, a little baby wash running around. Oh, now would we want, well, and at this point it's not, not a baby wash, but would we want a young wash or a young Zoe? I don't know. Million dollar question right there. What if it's twins and there's one of each? (laughs) (laughs) That'd be too convenient. I know. I know. We would have to choose, but I don't know how to choose. That would be tough because it's like, so if we're thinking that we're going to bring back some of the original characters as well, we're bringing back Zoe, Simon, River, and Kaylee too. (laughs) (laughs) 
within within this new show that we're clearly creating, um, are we going to want to kind of strong? Okay, so if we have like a Zoe Jr., would Zoe Jr. be like Zoe, like a female Zoe? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> but you know what I mean? So if there was a daughter, would the uh-huh. daughter be have more of a wash personality or more of a Zoe personality? And if it was a son, would the son have more of a wash per like what personality type would we want the kid to have, I guess, regardless of gender? I don't know. I'd want to try and find the happy medium there. Like, you know, the kid probably can't help being like Zoe because it's going to be raised by Zoe, right? Mm-hmm. But then she'll want to do what she can to preserve Washer's memory, right? So mm-hmm. maybe she'll encourage that stupid humor of his and, like, have him play with the same dinosaurs or something. <laughs> yeah, like, just grown up playing with, like, yeah, his dinosaur toys. <laughs> oh, his dinosaur toys. Cause there's still, I think there's still like on the, on the console at the end of, what is it? Serenity? Yeah, Serenity. Yeah, so it's um, Mal and River are flying the ship. They were. So I feel like that would be fitting. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. So, I mean, in, in line with Firefly's general treatment of female characters, if they had a daughter, she would totally be a badass. Yeah. It seems like the the male characters are uh, a little softer. <laughs> so I feel like if they had a son, he would be more wash-like. But maybe with a little bit of Zoe's edge, you know? Yeah. Hmm. That's a tough one. And then, and then are we bringing... I mean, we got to bring Mal back, right? Or are we going to try and do like a... Is at some point... Does Mal have like a kid that's gonna try and captain the ship or I don't know. Um I sure as hell hope Jane doesn't. <laughs> Let's say Jane got himself killed. <laughs> you know, that's that's totally acceptable. <laughs> or what if there's a series of River trying to reintegrate herself into normal society Hmm. and just completely screwing it up all the time well that sounds like a tgif sitcom to me yeah i mean that's probably river (laughs) simon and paley too (laughs) with a nice like 90s opening theme song and intro (laughs) maybe they turn around and smile at the camera for an overly long time you know what i'm talking about right yep (laughs) I I would watch that. We write the best shows. <laughs> we don't have a name for this one yet. That'll that'll come later. It'll be fine. But <laughs> well, you know, okay. So I'm having a little trouble with with that because I can't remember Kaylee's last name first of all. But River and Simon are Tams, right? Yeah. And there's an Australian cookie which they call a biscuit called a Tim yeah. Tam, and all yeah. I can think about is Tim Tams right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh the tim tams and kaylee too i don't know <laughs> yeah what was her, ooh, her last name was fly 
Yep, Kaylee Fry. <laughs> Just call it deep fried Tim Tams. <laughs> Tim Tam and Fry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Ridiculous. I think I've lost my mind. Yeah, me too. We're in quarantine. We're in quarantine. It's not our fault. Yeah. We're never like this normally. <laughs> no. Totally not like this. <laughs> Super convincing. Yep, I'll believe you. Yeah, thanks. Uh, let's see. Oh, did you know that um, Alan Tudyk and I share a birthday? Um, yes, because I remember you posting something about it once. And I was like super jealous because I have a birthday twin and it's my brother and it sucks. <laughs> the worst kind of birthday twin (laughs) (laughs) oh my god you could have Alan Tudyk come back and talk to his progeny like Mufasa does with Simba from the sky oh yeah (laughs) because you know he's a pilot and he's a leaf on the wind so like (laughs) you see him when a leaf floats by or something or maybe I've been watching too much Lion King I'm sad (laughs) Don't apologize. You're all good. I was just going to say maybe the dinosaurs, though. Ooh, I don't know. Maybe yeah. maybe, maybe uh, their their kid, I don't know, eats a mushroom. I don't know. Starts tripping. Sees things. Yeah, it's totally plausible. I mean, that could be like the don't do drugs episode. I you could know, totally believe that Watch's kid would do drugs. <laughs> I mean, I feel like there's always more to say about Firefly and and Serenity, well, Firefly. Yeah, I mean... But I'm kind of tired. <laughs> there's stuff that's relevant to, you know, not really being able to effectively stand up against your government and things like that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> there's, like, yeah, the real, real deep <laughs> stuff. Because, <laughs> you know, we're kind of in that situation now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, everything, this whole COVID-19 quarantine life shit has just been just fucking nuts just bonkers but i know and i doubt anyone's gonna make a good tv show out of it oh not a good one but there'll be so many yeah oh the documentaries alone (laughs) my quarantine life yeah (laughs) (laughs) my quarantine life flashes someone just sitting staring at the window and then end credits (laughs) yep Maybe getting up every once in a while for a snack because we do have to incorporate all the fucking eating. <laughs> I don't I've know about you guys. To do that. There's been a, a lot of eating going on over over here. I've been trying not to do that. But, you know, I ate a packet of Doritos just before we got on this call, so <laughs> Oh yeah, you needed you need podcast fuel. <laughs> cool little ranch. I mean, I wanted my cool fuel because <laughs> <laughs> your cool fuel. Yep. Now you know my secret. Yeah. So what else have you been watching these days in uh in our quarantine days? Uh, unfortunately, Tiger King, as you're aware. Yeah. But I just, you know, having watched it, I really don't understand the whole divisiveness over the characters and people picking teams and everyone hating that Carol What's-Her-Face so much. Because, mm-hmm. well, don't get me wrong, she's... I can see why they hate her. It's just like, how can you hate her and not the other ones? Because they're all terrible, terrible, terrible people. Yeah. And I just wanted to see the tigers. <laughs> so, you know, here we are. 
Um, other than that, been going through the entire series of The Simpsons because oh, Aaron wow. wants me to be able to understand his jokes. Oh. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, we watched the newest season of Castlevania that came out not too long ago. Oh, it's nice. brilliant. Mm-hmm. Love it. Um, gonna go all serious mode and watch Crypt Camp, the documentary on Netflix for school oh, purposes, right. but also personal interest. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it's not too depressing because I mean, quarantine's depressing. Yeah. Um, other than that, I don't know. We haven't decided what we're gonna watch next. Oh, nailed it though. Nailed it came out with another season. Oh yeah, we watched that. That was a short yeah. season, it felt like. Or <laughs> we just watched too much TV. I don't know. But you know, I still was laughing pretty hard at one of the episodes, so like, oh this show's still got it. Oh yeah. I love that show. Watch it. It, yeah. it brought me back to that day where we watched a, an episode on our lunch break at work. Oh yeah. <laughs> And trying to like oh. quietly laugh and, and failing miserably. Camp, failing miserably. That was a good lunch break. <laughs> it was one of the best. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. What about you? Um. Yeah. We watched. Uh, nailed it. And yep. Laughed our asses off. Even went back and have gone back and kind of started watching random episodes. Um. Timmy and I are watching Stand Up on the third season of Westworld. Pretty good. I love that show. Can't wait for whatever weird, weirdo, crazy twist with like the storyline and or timeline because they always seem to like to do that. Um, it's definitely got me questioning what's real. Are we in a simulation? This is a Am shitty a simulation. Yeah, totally. Um... <laughs> I was having a conversation like that with someone. Uh, something about how, like, this is just a video game that someone's playing, and their first playthrough they played as a dinosaur, and they totally fucked that up, and now they're on ours, and they're starting to go off the rails. Oh, like a like a Sim Earth kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't That's like my that. Theory. I don't like um, it. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> sorry. I also want to watch. Uh, I think it's Mr. Robot. Oh, yeah. I've heard really good things about that show. It's cybersecurity-based, so you'd think I would have watched it already, but no. No. Jesus Christ, Laura. <laughs> it's really um, a profession. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, Westworld. Um, oh, I started, started watching Killing Eve, and I think about halfway through the second season. Third season starts today. So I'll get all caught up to be current. And then I think Tim and I are going to go back and get through Ozarks. We stopped somewhere in the middle of season two. So pick it up from there and then get through that in season three. And then Avenue five on HBO. We just finished that uh, last night with uh, Hugh Laurie and Josh Gad and a few other faces I recognize, but I can't think of their names, but that show is pretty funny. It's nine, nine episodes, about half an hour each. All right. Yeah, that's right. I should check that out because Hugh Laurie's awesome. Yeah. And not just because of house people. Um, <laughs> British humor goes way back. Fry and Laurie, look it up. Yeah. Black Adam. Right? Yeah. 
Oh, whoa, calm down. Finally, look at up, people. You guys should seriously look it up, though. YouTube is your friend. For sure. What, what else are you doing right now other than listening to this podcast and <laughs> slowly going mad in quarantine? We're all going to have Mad Hatter tea parties soon. It'll be great. Oh, celebrate everyone's unbirthday and actual birthdays. Yeah. <laughs> so since I was born three months early, like I was born in August, and I was supposed to be born on November 5th, I think. Would November 5th be my unbirthday? Hmm. Sure. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> Just another reason to have more cake. Right, which I'm sorely lacking right now. I should make a cake. You should make a cake. I have to make another cake. I have to make Lee's birthday cake. He wants, oh. a, mar- he wants a marble cake with peanut butter frosting. Good choice, Lee. But, you know, <laughs> true to form, I'm not going to say happy birthday. I'm just going to remark on the cake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. Yeah, on, uh, it was my husband's birthday on the, uh, the other day. So I did the Facebook post and got a bunch of likes and comments of happy birthday. Posted what I made for his birthday cake, which was uh, Reese's peanut butter cup cupcakes. So Laura's out there with a the long comment of, those look great. <laughs> those look delicious. No happy birthday. No acknowledgement of Tim. Just <laughs> picture of food. <laughs> yeah, I'm a great person. He decided that that was our favorite comment. <laughs> See, uh, I'm happy to oblige. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly Very what happy. Jimmy wanted for his birthday. Hearing <laughs> happy birthday over and over again while you're stuck in quarantine is just like rubbing it in your face. No, let's mm-hmm. highlight the really good thing about the day and just talk about the food. Exactly. Look at the dessert. So, yeah, we'll need to figure out what next show to watch. Maybe something like new, new for both of us that neither of us have seen yeah so we can have that joy of oh my god did you see this moment yeah yeah because our yeah, last two this one and, and good omens were ones we had i think good omens i mean i had watched good omens like three or four times by the time we recorded but for good reason oh man mm-hmm. i still laughed so hard at the whole turnpike thing <laughs> oh, it's brilliant it's brilliant it is truly <laughs> like it's one of my favorite things ever yeah, I need to, maybe I'll just rewatch that. That's a good one to watch with the kids. It's not too bad. Also, right? it's quarantine appropriate. It is quarantine appropriate. Yeah, I think I'll do that. All right, well, I'm going to go and finish my sociology homework before the deadline comes up at 11. Oh, all right, yeah, pitter-patter. <laughs> yeah, oh. woo, <laughs> done. <laughs> All right. Well, that will do it for this episode of My Streaming Bubble uh, with me, Jen, and my tolerated friend, Laura. Happy to be here as always. (laughs) And uh, stay home, wash your hands, keep streaming. Bye. Bye.